What's good, everyone? Welcome to the Filipinos of Montreal podcast. This is Terry. I'm Eric. And this is Shari. Hey, guys, it feels like forever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I think first off, I think we really just want to give thanks to everybody who had a chance to join us this year for Filipino Heritage Month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't mind, I just want to give out, I just want to give thanks to all the names. So from one to 30. Name Thank drop you. all of them. Chops, here goes. Chops, Camille, Michelangelo, Mike Delion, Chelsea Capistrano, Paco, Phil Penalosa, Serge Kayanong, Jericho, Bea Da Vinci, Fabian Incarnation, Matt Aguba, Anna Ancheta, John Magtibai, Ryan Oabel, Christine Toka, Jojo Flores, Christine Javero, Hazel T. Dingle, Gabrielle Malvar, Karen Baquiran. Oh my God, I hope I said it right uh-huh. this time. <laughs> Cheryl Montano, <laughs> Joshua and Shenna, Rizalyn Corcuera, Kevin Liwanag, Laura, Peter Contawe, Desiree Ruiz, and Caroline Faye. Guys, we met a lot of awesome people this month. Mm-hmm. That's crazy when you think about it. Like, we sat down with like, 30 different people yeah yeah online through zoom it's some like for the very first time meeting people for the very first time on zoom <laughs> some, some conquering their fears too some were just not comfortable uh, right yeah you know being on zoom and sharing Such their as stories ourselves. yes yes Such as ourselves. um it was nice uh, to really uh just kick back and listen and learn from them but also from like you know from each other so good times. <laughs> good times yeah so as per usual opening questions today i have a special one because it's just us three we so, don't know Sherry <laughs> and i don't know this question yeah we don't know this question. here we go what were your first impressions of each other oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow <laughs> that's hilarious yeah right i remember uh, um, I don't, I don't mind starting. Shari, I met you at, uh, at a wedding. Uh, remember you being oh, just like kind, uh, resourceful, just always having a smile. And I knew you had good energy. And I knew at some point our, our past would cross. I just didn't know when. And likewise for you, Eric, uh, I went into uh, Chris and Kathy's yeah. wedding, not knowing a lot of people. <laughs> and you came in, you're talking about comics with Guang. Also very like... <laughs> grounded energy and it's like you know we, we meshed and obviously our paths crossed too for for different projects and again yeah. I'm, I'm really happy and i'm grateful to have met both of you that's so cute <laughs> um i was not expecting this question i know i know <laughs> this is that's the beauty of it, it all comes out <laughs> special edition guys <laughs> special edition um okay I, i'm gonna go i uh <laughs> when i met terry at my friend's wedding I was just like wow this guy is really into what he's doing like mm. he had like the whole get up you know like what's that thing that you that photographers wear with like oh the harness with the, yeah the harness and I'm like whoa <laughs> that's really cool <laughs> it was like this like brown leather harness and I'm like wow he's he's really into this and he's really good at it so um that was my first impression but also yeah like um you're really nice and um 
I, 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 I think at first I was intimidated, but I'm like, oh no, this guy is pretty chill. And then, yeah, we became friends after that. So that was pretty cool. And then Eric, we met last year yeah. when we featured you. And that was a fun conversation. It was like 10 a.m. <laughs> 10 a.m., but it was, it was like a really fun, it was, yeah, I, I really liked you. So, likewise. Yeah. So I like both of you guys. Just, um, you know, rare. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Shari. Well, I, I, uh, I, I didn't like either one of you at first. No, I'm joking. Nice. <laughs> nice. No, I, um, no, it's true. Like, I mean, I'm Terry, I met you at, uh, Chris and Kathy's wedding. You were the photographer. The first actual thing I thought was uh, I like this guy's steez, like his style. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like what you were wearing, and and I think at the time you had like because we had a similar cut. Like you know, oh yeah, she, I had the, the the man bun, samurai yeah. bun, and, and I also had the harness. It seems like the harness is what brings people together. <laughs> I gotta keep wearing that. All right, okay. <laughs> but but I have to agree, Sherry. Like I, I feel like he he also that had that energy, uh, was really passionate about what he was doing. Uh, and it was fun because, because you know how I've been to a lot of weddings, right? Uh, and usually the photographer, like, so yeah, they 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 get along with people and whatnot. But sometimes they just they're not part of the group. Whereas I felt like Terry was part of the group, like while he was shooting mm. us and everything. So I was really cool. Uh, and then of course, yeah, you know, uh, because of that, I had asked you to join in on the, on a project with where I work, and and that was such an amazing project. Uh, Sherry, yeah, I mean, again, I met you when you guys interviewed me. And uh, that was really cool. I, I was intimidated by the whole situation. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what they're gonna ask me. And like, we're out in, cause I think we were, we were eating at a table right at a cafe, like outside. Yeah, I think it was, I was like, like oh, milk, I think. Milk, yeah, yeah milk cafe. Yeah, and, and I was like, uh, oh, they're gonna ask me like questions and it's gonna be all out in the open. And you know, like, so, but no, I mean, just, I felt like I clicked right away, like uh, with you, Sherry, like, when I met you and, and it was such an easy flow it was such a great conversation. Uh, I'm happy to be working with you guys now and, and to have kept contact with you like all this time. So yeah, good impressions. Likewise. <laughs> I mean, if I think this conversation would have been different if the first impressions were <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> we, we probably wouldn't be having this conversation. <laughs> exactly. No, this, uh, it's, fun, it's, it's funny because like, um, Remember Eric and Shari on our chat? I sent you guys a picture of because, uh, like, before me and Shari oh. even met, I, again, like the story of Filipinos in Montreal. I plan on doing a project, learning from different Filipinos um, within the community, and on that list, I had I had written uh, Eric's name, and it was just like uh, it just made me, you know, got, it caught me in the feel. So I'm like, okay, let's let's ask this question. Let's see, let's see yeah. how people feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good question, though. It's it's a very uh, like it's authentic, you know. It's it's a genuine question to ask, and it's not an easy one for people to answer simply because they're typically not always comfortable with it. You know? Yeah, so. I know, definitely, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so um, yeah, guys, uh, I'm guessing people want to hear about how we would tackle our own questions so we're uh, assuming that people want to hear yeah let's see if we, if we still have we still have <laughs> listeners we're how, assuming. how was or what was your first taste of uh filipino culture growing up what's your what's your memories from that how were you guys kind of introduced to it mm -hmm. this is to both of us 
Yes, okay. yeah. yes. It's, it's all you of us. to both of us, the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, well, I'll go. I sure. think, well, the, the funny story I like to tell people all the time is that I didn't hear the, I didn't hear Tagalog until I was about four or five. Uh, because I, I believe my parents only spoke to me in English, uh, possibly because, you know, that's the language of success and, you know, they want me to be immersed in this culture, Canadian culture and whatnot. And I remember passing by their bedroom and they were speaking in Tagalog and I was freaking out because I had never heard it before. I thought they were aliens, like, or, or aliens had uh, uh, abducted them. Anyways, like, I, and so that was like my first literal <laughs> encounter with the um, Filipino culture but then obviously I realized fairly quickly that I'm Filipino and, and my aunt was actually a very big um, figure uh, during her time in the Filipino community uh, having participated in a lot of uh, organizations and events uh, so I got a lot of my um, my exposure through her because I went to a lot of these functions as a kid you know I, I believe there's several times where I was like the young boy doing something at a cotillion or something <laughs> I don't remember what but so I had a lot of uh, that kind of exposure so that was my first real exposure to the Filipino community nice mm. you want me to go we want the long the long answer or the <laughs> short answer whatever you're comfortable sharing Oof. Oh, wait, I gave the short one <laughs> um, I guess for me like I uh, like I'm from the West Island um, but I grew up um, going to uptown on the weekends because I played um, for the Filipino basketball league. And um, so that, that was like my, my entry, I guess, to the Filipino community. I got to the Filipino friends that I have now or, or, you know, met like I was through uh, the Filipino basketball league, like uh, that I would meet every weekend. And um Let's just yeah. Let's just stop there. Sure. <laughs> um, th that's where uh, that's where I that was my uh, entry to Filipino culture. I guess like I I wasn't really a part of like any dance troupe or whatever because I have two left feet. But like I <laughs> basketball was that that was my you know my like Philip. I'm I'm Filipino. Introduction. Like yeah. <laughs> what about um, you, Terry? Well, as you guys know, I I grew up in the South Shore in Delson specifically. Being the only Filipino, one of the very few minorities um, in that area. So for me, Filipino culture, when I think about it in my childhood, was weekends at my Lola and Lolo, who lived in Dorval. Uh, spending it there, uh, just watching Tagalog movies, playing cards, pusoidos, and obviously feasting on Filipino food. You know, it, it was a, a big part of growing up up until like, you know, close to high school. But uh, that's like, I have so many fond memories about that. And it's like, it, it makes me happy to, to carry that with me even till now. And um, I like, you know, that we actually asked this as a question because it, it gave me an opportunity to kind of look back and appreciate those moments, even mm -hmm. with those who are no longer with us today. But it was like, it was nice to just relive that and, like, and realize, hey, these are, these, these moments are amazing. And I, but I took it for granted back then. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Besides your family though, like, did you encounter any like, like a, like a Filip like Filipino groups growing up? Um, because like I, I mean like Eric and I like he had dance, I had basketball. Like, did you have something similar? Besides that, you know the uh, the parties that my parents would go to, 
I honestly didn't know what a cotillion was till I got to CJEP. This is legit. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Then I started getting invited to more and more because I'm like, oh, then I cousins. I mean, you only turn 18 during CJ. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, too, so, so like, I was yeah. I was late to late to that game, but then I saw, I started seeing like, hey, this is kind of cool, and I maybe realized I missed on this. Mm. I, I wish I was a part of that growing up and I understood what this was about. Was it because somebody asked you to be a rose bearer? <laughs> Since everybody's part of the dance. You know, no, no, no. It was that was a cousin of mine. It was her cotillion. I'm like, oh, what the heck is this? And wow. I, then I saw the whole process. Then I saw Tini Kling for the first time. I'm like, this is cool. Yeah. You know, it's late, funny. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Sorry, I was going to say late bloomer, late bloomer. Filipino <laughs> culture. I, I was just going to say, Sherry, it's funny you mentioned about because yeah, I was part of the dance troupe, which again was my aunt who. He, she asked me, I'm doing quotation marks, you know, the, to join it, but she pretty much told me to join it. And <laughs> I was very hesitant to, I didn't, because I didn't really grow up with Filipino people. I grew up in the East End of Montreal and all my friends were Italian growing up. And I never really had, other than the functions I went to with my aunt, I didn't have any friends who were Filipino. Mm. Uh, so I, I really didn't want to join this dance troupe. And then it ended up being one of the best experiences of my life. And and I met people who look like me, you know, Filipino right, friends. Right, yeah. And they're still my friends today, you mm. know, a lot of them. And, it's, um, and I got to learn about the culture a bit more, you know, learn about the dances and what's behind it. And it was just, yeah, it was such a great time. So I think that's like my my second introduction to filipino culture if you will right um, yeah because I, I i think the same for me like i had my school friends and then i had my filipino friends on the weekend yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> on the weekend yeah but yeah i forgot to mention too it's uh the few times i went to mackenzie park uptown to play baseball and basketball baseball <laughs> no baseball was big for me like, softball or baseball baseball definitely <laughs> baseball it was uh like I don't think I was good enough for basketball yet back then, but I had pretty—I was pretty skilled in baseball, so I played—I played baseball a few times. So nice. good memories. Nice. Um, were you guys? Were we? Were we all comfortable <laughs> growing up Filipino? Mm. Mm. I can go um, again go. as <laughs> as as you guys know. I grew up uh, being the only visible minority um, in uh, the South Shore. So I did. I experienced a lot of bullying, a lot of uh, racism. Um, and it's like, you know, and also when I would say I was Filipino, there were like sequestered or Philippine. Obviously, I'd get, uh, I'd be called the Shintuk, Chinois, Le Wong, the Ching Chong. And that, and that got to me. And um, like I, I mentioned to you, Shari, before coming on this, uh, before coming on the air, like, I don't think... I don't think it was as much I was uh, I was uncomfortable being Filipino, more so as I was just uncomfortable being me because I never thought it was because the color of my skin that made me the problem. I just thought I was the problem in its own because mm. I was, and I, I'm thinking now was it's because I was alone and I never mm. maybe was part of a, of a Filipino group. I never thought that a problem was related to the skin color, but just really it was me. Yeah. Um, I, I always like this question. I, I always like hearing people's answers because everyone has a different answer to this question. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when you, when we first asked that, asked this question, I, I was like, wow, I, wow, it's I, I've never really like fully answered it for myself. Mm-hmm. And um, 
It's interesting because I, I, I didn't really have that same experience growing up where um, at school I felt like an outsider. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I think because I was surrounded by um, uh, like uh, immigrant kids, you know, or like a few Filipinos at school that like I didn't feel... I didn't feel, I never felt left out. And then, um, you know, on the weekends, I got to see like people that look like me. So I, I never, I never went through that. But I think it, I think um, in my teenage years, I guess, um, in, you know, in the Filipino community, there's this like, this chismis culture that, um mm is so uh you know well known and and very toxic and once i uh i mean mean, i've never been a victim of anything like that but i i saw how it affected a lot of my friendships and relationships and i i was just like i it it made me feel uncomfortable and it, it made me feel like i didn't want to be a part of this community like i was ashamed of it i didn't want to be a part of it and i think like um, around C- my CJEP years, that's when I like completely cut off the Filipino community. I was like, nah, I'm like, I'm, I'm Canadian. Like, I'm not, <laughs> like I, I like kind of renounced my Filipino identity, if you will. Okay. And then, um, yeah, it's weird now that I think about it, like uh, going to Abbott, being the only Filipino in my program, um, it was something that I was proud of. I was like, there's no Filipino here. Mm-hmm. No one knows me here. Like, I'm fine. But then when I got to university um, and being the only, we were probably like two Filipinos in my program. And it felt so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> it felt so lonely because no one, uh, you know, there's like comments where like, uh, people people would say things and it's like well like you don't know what it feels like to be a person of color like I I went to school with a bunch of white people you know so like um it felt very lonely like I I it's something that I I think now that I'm I'm happy to be uh discovering exploring through this project so yeah, that's a bit messy. <laughs> uh, if that, I'm sorry if that answer is a bit messy, but like I, um, yeah, that that was my journey. Um, no, yeah. thanks reclaiming for sharing. My, reclaiming my Filipino identity through this. But project. that's 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 messy already, you know. Trying to figure out one's identity, right? So I think, it yeah, makes, you know, like it's. Uh, I mean, I th- I think what you guys say really resonate with me as well because. I mean, I grew up with mostly Italian white people. Uh, and, you know, luckily I wasn't, you know, I didn't have a hard time. I had a great group of friends, got along with most people in the school. Uh, but, you know, in retrospect, there were a lot of things that were said, you know, jokingly, and I know we're younger and we don't understand as much, but I, I think about it now, I'm like, oh, you know, that that was that was racist. That was- uh, No, I'm definitely. Like, that was, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you know, and, and and things have changed, you know, as we got older, obviously, and now that I've, I've understood, but I also kind of went through a period where I, I renounced the community because of Chismis and uh, because I had a couple of incidents where I met other Filipinos who were around my age at the time and they just didn't go so well. I, I felt like I was being, uh, like I was the outsider to them. Uh, okay. I guess I wasn't hanging out with them all the time. Um, 
so yeah, I went through that, but then that all changed when I joined the dance troupe and like I, I clicked with those people and, and you know, same thing, don't judge everybody, right? Anybody. Mm -hmm. So like, um, but yeah, like varying degrees of, of being in and out of wanting to identify as Filipino. Yeah. And for me, it was like to the point where like I would completely avoid the Cotinej area. Okay. And like, <laughs> be um really judgmental about the people who live there um and it's just like recently where i i like realized like no this is where this is where we grow like this is where we this is where um this is where the community is this is where we um essentially this is where we could also heal too um, yeah. This is where my parents first immigrated like this is where they first settled and like it, there it holds a lot of history so yeah it's a, a very important place. Because it's, it's interesting, right? Because like, although I went through uh, uh, racism and bullying, it did teach me a lot. I've become more empathetic and it was always easy for me to connect with people's struggles and challenges. Um, so, you know, I know it, it, it happened, but I'm also kind of glad it happened because it, it taught me <laughs> quite a few lessons in life as well. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah. I'm happy that, that. No, yeah, totally. Like, and, and I'm happy that we're, <laughs> two points actually now i'm thinking about it having the questions thrown at us i'm like damn we threw these questions at other people i know i know i know I'm just like <laughs> this is harder than i thought you know like to, to, are we to mean <laughs> <laughs> but no and also you know reflecting back on like things that i've heard throughout the podcast it's nice to know that you're not alone like obviously everybody's yeah. different but there, there's similarities about struggling or, or trying mm. to figure out your identity and so we're, yeah, we're not alone in that, in that sense. For sure. Like, I think if, if anything, um, like our meetings with people were very, um, affirming, like, <laughs> um, like what you said, like, uh, people sharing the same experience. I yeah. Think we all go through it differently, but also the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. it's interesting because, uh, I think, was on Karen's uh, podcast she mentioned when she was younger she was daydreaming you know because she wasn't comfortable being herself mm, um, yeah. and then I realized I was doing the same thing for a bit um, like I'm not I'm not saying like my childhood was bad like you know there was like there was some just some days were, were more difficult than others but on those days I would be daydreaming and it just hit me like okay that's it's interesting how I, I never thought about it that way but I'd be hoping I would, uh, you know, I would be different, like just like better than who I currently was at that time. Yeah. That's deep. I know. It's just like now, now you guys, now you guys caught me. It's like, oh, I'm, just, I'm thinking about so many different things. Just like, yeah, we, we, we asked some pretty intense questions. Right? <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, realizing yeah. that now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, like, I mean, it's, it's so, and they came up with some really great answers, like being yeah. asked heavy questions like this. Like, I know it's a conversation that we're having, you know, we're lighthearted, we're all getting along, it's a chat. But yeah, these are, these are some deep questions that take time to, to reflect on, you know, so I'm, I'm yeah. happy with, with the answers. And, <laughs> and, and I guess, it, for me, I guess, for, uh, for doing this project, if anybody at all kind of connects with one of our stories, and they are going through it or living it. Mm -hmm. I, I hope they don't, uh, they're not afraid to just reach out to us so we can share with them what we went through. And yeah, I'm totally down if anybody is like, you know, 
going through similar situations. But uh, yeah, thanks for uh, sharing your stories with us. Sorry, <laughs> Thank you, Terry. So um, now going, going into our favorite parts or favorite part of Filipino culture, what would be your favorite parts, guys? Wow. Nothing. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's, it's like all the answers we've heard. I mean, yeah. it's, like, it's so easy. It's just the celebration. Uh, I like that a lot of people brought up, you know, our history, you know, just, just the, the culture of it as well, because we have great food, you know, we have, we're very welcoming, but I, I don't necessarily want us to be known just as that all the time, you know, like, especially to people who, who aren't Filipino. Uh, and, and I'm happy that quite a few people brought up, you know, we have a pre-colonial history. Um, you know, we, we have, we have dance traditions, we have, uh, you know, the, the tattoo, I, I'm not doing it respect by just calling it that, but like the tradition of tattoo art, you know, it's, yeah. it's, uh, I mean, it's all of it, man. Yeah, for, for me, it's like, like you said, it's the, uh, our warm, welcoming nature. And it's funny because I, I thought about it more and um, in different projects, how that side of me comes out. Mm-hmm. Like even in, when I do like my 100 Strangers project and I meet strangers, I approach them and I have that. It's like that part of me is like multiplied times 10 and I'm able to create something with it. And I'm kind of proud of that. And I think with this, with this project too, it's like we're meeting people we've never met before. And it's like, I, I, th- I, just, I just think it's a wonderful thing. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think my favorite part of Filipino culture is man, the arts, arts, culture, history, and how that all intersects. Mm-hmm. Like, um, just like what you mentioned, like um, the hand poke tattoos and, and, yes. uh, Josh talking about um, folk dancing and Carolyn talking about music and how all of that kind of informs our, our history. Mm. Like it, it's rooted in our history and I, and I love that they all spoke about it. Um, uh, you know, really took, ta- took the time to like break it down and uh, like really tell us the importance of like each artistry, each, you know. And so I, I like that that was brought up and that was explained. And it's my favorite part of Filipino culture, so. Yeah, I think you, you hit the nail on the head with the artistry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember reading some kind of factoid like years ago about how, uh, I, not right now, but at one point in the world, uh, most of the known best breakers were Filipinos uh at the time yeah like you know like so we're just all up in like you know dancing and, and singing mm-hmm. music and painting photography terry you guys you know like <laughs> so it's, it's it's uh yeah i think yeah we are very when i think of it now we're very we are very artistic yeah um like i think we touched upon this on different episodes of our podcast Again, I love our warm, welcoming nature, but uh, I think too, there has to be a little bit of a balance to our selflessness. Mm. Um, you know, it's like, it's, it's nice to give, 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 and make sure you also uh, look within and take care of yourself. Uh, able to also set boundaries, because otherwise, you know, it's going to be hard to, as, as you navigate through life, to kind of 
find yourself or just discover your identity if you keep giving. I speak of this and I want to share it because I, I'm a product of that. And thanks That's for sharing because sure. it's true. Like I think, yeah, we do prioritize the whole give, give, give. And I think I could, I could look into my own family where like we will give until we have nothing, right? So, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, wow. And it took a long time to learn to, to, to respect your own boundaries uh, and not feel bad about it. Because <laughs> sometimes yeah. you respect your own boundaries. Not feel bad about it. Yeah. Because it, it's tough too, because uh, in my household uh, or even within my family, we were never allowed to acknowledge that we weren't in a good spot versus other families. Like we were always good, mm. right? And yeah. I think that also, you know, again, it's uh, in my journey to, to my own identity, it was tough for me to kind of really feel things when I'd always ignore it and say, hey, I'm okay. So I'd never feel it. And it became a repeating pattern where I never, that, that was never resolved up until my early 20s. Mm. Uh, it was just, it's interesting just to look back at it now and how it kind of affected me. But um, journey of life, human journey. Condition. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Circle of life. Hit us, hit us, hit us with another one. Okay, <laughs> guys. Hit us with another one, yeah. <laughs> um, what is. So, sorry, suddenly I like don't know the questions anymore. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> what is your definition of happiness? Oh, God. oh right. Oh, yeah. the big one. The big <laughs> one. Right. Yeah. Th this is a question. Um, Eric, you go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I almost feel like I'm like stealing everybody's answers, you know, because like, because like a lot of the podcast did resonate with me. But I think for me, being happy is just, it's being secure, but not like it's being secure in oneself. You know, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like that whole thing. Like, okay, my sister's good. My family's good. You know, my friends are good. Um, I have a job that makes me happy where I feel like I'm fulfilled. Uh, that also allows me to, to, to make some money so I could pay things off, put a little bit of money aside to save and then use some to, to, uh, how do you call it to um, to fuel whatever passions I have right now you know? so I, I guess it's not even so much about being happy I just feel blessed like to to have gone through and obviously everybody goes through a lot of things in their lives but uh, you know I'm, I feel blessed that I've gone through what I've gone through and I've made it out in mm -hmm. that I am where I am today uh, yeah I'm just I'm happy for every morning I wake up yeah. That's, that's what it is. Yeah. It's, thanks for sharing that, Eric. And it's cool because like I could tell uh, there was a lot of growth within you just by meeting you. And mm -hmm. I don't know, I don't know if it's like something that uh, we have to experience ourselves to recognize it, yeah, but yeah, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's nice to see. And I'm happy where you are today. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, and I think that's why we connect. Like we all like jive. <laughs> like we just, <laughs> we're, we're, you know, obviously we all have our own journeys, but we're moving forward in a similar pace, I guess, if you will. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You, know, you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, if you want okay. to, it's, go it's, ahead. It's so, it's, it's so funny. It's so um, different without, without Yeah, it's such a diff different vibe for today's podcast. But uh, for me, it's like uh, the meaning of success is happiness, right? For me, it's both mm -hmm. the same. Success is happiness and success, success like you, sorry, happiness like you, Eric. It's uh, 
peace of mind. It's finding yourself, being yourself. It's living a life that supports um, your core values. It's yeah. like yes. what I'm. It's really all encompassing because once you figure out who you are, you're able to truly identify uh, what you love, right? And that's that's a nice Say foundation it to start. It's a nice yes. foundation. It's like that's that's what it is for me. It took me a while to figure it out, you know. It's but then because it, it, when you look at it too. Sneakers make me happy. That's because I know it makes me happy. <laughs> no, but that's a good point, though. That's like it's, it's mm. balance, right? You know, yeah. like I'll go to work and then after I'll go to the comic book store because comics make me happy. You know what I mean? Like, and then maybe meet a friend pre and post pandemic. But you know what I mean? So. You want to hear a funny story about sneakers? I was like thinking about the answers today. I realized like, you know, I always loved sneakers since I was a kid. Right. And even though I went through different things at school, it was always a point of connection with my with my classmates because I'd always have cool sneakers. And I don't know why. I don't know if that's the reason why I really love sneakers. Or I always have an attachment to it, but it's, mm-hmm. it always brought a sense of community since I was like maybe six or seven. So, yeah, it was like a superpower. It was like, you know, <laughs> protoscape. You had pumps. I had pumps. You yeah, had pumps. Eh? Yeah. Kind of felt you had pumps. <laughs> I think I've seen you wear your pumps before, actually. I'm sure. There's a photo of me on Facebook when I was a kid wearing pumps. So maybe you've seen that one. So. Did they really work? Yeah. Okay. I need to bring you my pumps. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I just remember kids like, when I was a kid, like we'd always pump them. And, and I always wonder, I'm like, does this really work? You, you don't jump higher. No, you don't jump higher. You don't jump higher. Okay. Just, just let you know. You'll be disappointed if you think that. So. Okay. Do they really work? <laughs> Take it off my to to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think my definition is very much the same. I think, um, I think for me, happiness is just being comfortable with mm. myself, and I and that is something that I found like recently as well. Like, I, I think it it came with the being comfortable with my Filipino identity and like facing it and claiming it and embracing it, and then with that came happiness because I was able to feel. <laughs> whole again or you know what I mean like I mm-hmm. feel like I really feel like myself like obviously I still have things to work on but I feel like at the very core I I'm very at peace like I I, I feel like I know myself I'm comfortable with myself I know what I want um mm-hmm. obviously there's like the you know like with you like shoes like for me I like being alone like I like to travel by myself and that's when I also feel very happy so yes this is this is cool because uh, because of that authenticity i think that's why we all gel together too our definitions of happiness are the same but also we truly enjoy being around each other and sharing ideas (laughs) just uh just in case people um you know don't believe us (laughs) we don't that we we uh here's the proof do they really like each other let's just just repeat it every time Oh, oh my wow. god! How difficult would that be? That's cool. Like I didn't, I didn't know if uh, I didn't realize we all had a very similar um, sense of happiness that we shared. We shared it too. So, well, I mean, well, what is it? super well, like, like like people meet like people. Uh, that, that's not the same, but like-minded uh, people. Like-minded people. Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, just drawn to each other. What was it? I forgot which author said it, but something about. Uh, the meeting of two souls is predestined uh, even before uh, their life begins or something like that. Oh. Like, it sounds like I, a cute quote. 
Is yeah, that yeah, like yeah. your vibe attracts your tribe? Is that one of those type, type of thing? Yeah, type of thing. Yeah. yeah, but but the idea that like so you know I I just like the thought of it like you know before we all knew each other you know we were out there just kind of like maybe maybe the vibes were just like working at working at that point <laughs> and then the right time was when it happened so yeah okay just to be clear we all like each other yes <laughs> it was um, <laughs> so i think one one the next question is uh one thing we highlight it's learning from our losses um can you guys share an experience that uh kind of shaped you oh wow or you learned a lot from um, oh boy. I can go. And this is, uh, this is why I think for me, I resonate a lot with Desiree Ruiz's story. Um, I think for me, it was going through my, my divorce. Um, again, it was something that was, I wasn't, I was kind of scared to admit because I wasn't sure how other people would kind of think about it. You know, when you think about divorce, it's negative. But when I look back, it's what's given me the most growth in my life. Um, it's kind of strange too, because like going through that period, you kind of, for me, I hit rock bottom. It's like everything I believed in no longer just like held and I got to, had to rebuild myself and just going through that, even though I was terrified, I was able to build, again, it goes along again with finding my identity. I built myself ground up the way I wanted to, to be. And from there I attracted the right people and I started doing things for the first time in my life that I really truly wanted to do, not because other people wanted me to do it. Um, it was a very interesting experience, but I think it was, I guess the best word, it was enlightening, you know? Mm -hmm. But uh, just to face, I guess, you know, to look in the mirror and realize the things that you thought meant success to you, the thing that you thought um, man, happy, happiness to you weren't, weren't really real. It was tough, but, um, it's really built me to be the person I am today. Mm -hmm. Good on you. We know. Yeah. We can tell. And it, it shows and it like, you kind of like exude that. Like, I think like, uh, like I didn't know you during your, your previous, like, um, marriage, but I, I could tell that like, it really marked you and made you, a better person from <laughs> what I, you know, from what I've gathered. So thank you for sharing that because, you know, yeah. not everyone will, especially in our community, like we don't really talk about divorce, you know, no, it's not something that is promoted or. Uh, <laughs> so. Yeah, that's so true. That's so true. Do you want to go, Sherry? I'm still thinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, turning point. I guess for me, it has to be when I actively didn't go into nursing and like, like making that decision and like talking about it with my parents and um, I mean, they didn't really force it, but I knew that it was something that they wanted me to go into and mm. I just I had no desire <laughs> to go into <laughs> nursing. But around that time too, I, I've discovered um, a film and video and how how I could express myself through that um you know I, I I got into creative arts and then I ended up in video production and um yeah and and, and using that tool to 
help me navigate my emotions. And I think that really helped me to this day where I, you know, I feel comfortable with um, being faced with what's happening internally because, you know, I've had those tools um, before. So, yeah. That's good. No, but it, yeah. what I really like about you, it's your, I feel like you're able. I love able... film. I love film so much. <laughs> oh, yeah, we know that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like you had a really good sense of who you were or a good sense of awareness at a, at a young age. And I, I really commend you for that. You're able to like, you realize, hey, this is not for me. This is for me. And you're able to pursue what you want. I think I was in my head a lot growing okay. up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think. Yeah, it's definitely that. I was in my head a lot. Um, a lot of soliloquies. <laughs> um, so like internal monologues. But um, And I think because I was in my head too much, I had to put it out and I was able, I was uh, introduced to, you know, film and video. So, yeah. Started my life. <laughs> No, but I think it's it's very pertinent, your story. And I mean, obviously it is because, you know, it's your story and, and, and that's where you realized how you grew from that. But the fact that you decided not to go to nursing as a Filipino, like I think is so pertinent to like what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, not that nursing is, you know, a, a bad um, uh work environment like a bad profession it's it's obviously a great and noble one but we just seem to constantly go into that and and that possibly a lot of people don't really follow the things they want to do because that's just kind of where we've been pigeonholed yeah um, so yeah it's, i find it's really significant uh you saying that yeah obvious and it was obviously like uh you know wanting to make my parents proud versus like doing something that i really wanted to do so mm-hmm. It was tough, but I'm happy I, you know, stood my ground. <laughs> stood my ground. What about yourself, Eric? I've given you time. What's the question again? <laughs> <laughs> learning, uh, learning from our losses. Um, oh, geez, yeah. Or a turning point. That's what or, I. Or use. turning point. Or turning, turning point. point. Yeah. Or an experience that shaped you. Experience that shaped you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've had quite a few that I, that I could call on. Um, Call them out. <laughs> well, I guess I'll go with this one because it's, um, anyways, I always feel weird saying it, but so when I was younger, you know, unfortunately I had gone through a lot of, uh, there'd been a lot of like death in my family uh, type of thing. So, you know, which essentially just kind of left uh, me and my sister relatively on our own. Um, so that was a huge learning curve, you know, like that was a, I felt like I had to grow up very quickly. Uh, so did she. I also, you know, and, and I had to ask for help. Um, but what was really nice about that time also was that people offered, you know, and, and I think that's that, the best, you know, like, and I think it's just testament to how, you know, my family maybe was with other people. Like, you know, maybe that's the values that were instilled in me. Uh, that's also another point where, I rediscovered the Filipino community that we were a part of, Mm. you know, our, we don't have any blood relatives here, 
uh, but we have a lot of like Marcada, if you will, people who grew up with uh, our parents and our, our aunt in the Philippines uh, who know each other. And, and they just like, honestly, like, it's like they rallied the troops. I used to make a joke and call it like the Tita Brigade. <laughs> like, you know, Aww, like, that's cute. Tita, yeah, you know, here's the Tita Brigade. And um, so, yeah, that was a huge, like, and then that's like a span of a few years, you know, where I was like going through this and like learning to, like growing up quickly, learning to become an adult, trying to work, um, figure things out. I was going to school at the same time while working, while trying to, and that was the flip side. It was really weird because my unhealthy yet, my unhealthy thing that I was doing at the time uh, when people were sick was uh, I really buried myself in school, like in university. Okay. Like I was just like, like going for it. And, and I feel kind of bad because that was my outlet at the time. Uh, I didn't ignore other things, but that was my outlet. And it's good because I ended up doing well, but it's it's just almost like I had to grasp onto something so that like I could uh, move forward. But yeah, it's, it was a lot of um, soul searching, definitely a lot of turning points during that period. Um, and I grew a lot from that and discovered the people who are in my life. And I think like there's a lot of people who are uh, both Filipino and not. And, and I try to, maintain those relations till today uh because of that time it's uh, it's crazy how it's like the, the greatest challenges that provide the most growth too right yeah um and i guess like uh, i know my experience was a bit different but uh, i'm happy you found happiness but or like you found kindness from others that was something too i didn't realize was possible but then when you you just notice it it's like wow this people are are nice out there Mm-hmm. Just, and, and then learning to accept that when you're in that that point of your life accept yeah, uh, yeah. definitely accept acceptance for anything accept how mm. accept, uh, how things go like just acceptance is key so yeah totally yeah yeah so next question which ties in from you know our experiences with failure is growth what do you guys think about the word growth hmm for me, it's uh, anytime you relive an experience, recognize it and just become more comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the ability to kind of like uh, recognize negative patterns or behavior and break it. For me, that's when you're able to really grow. First step is awareness. Second step is action. That's a good answer. <laughs> oh, thanks. Because yeah. <laughs> I remember somebody telling me that a situation will happen to you continuously until you figure out how to handle it. Yeah. Type of thing. Um, and then, and, and, yeah, it just, it sounds like your definition of growth. Huh. Can I, can I use your answer? Sure. <laughs> There's no wrong answer. I'd answers. like to copy it as well. <laughs> uh, no, that's a, uh... it's like, I was careful too with how I worded that because it's, you know, um, we could say it's also like bettering yourself, but you know, there's also situations where your the outcome of what you're doing isn't always going to be better, but you just better know how to deal with it. That's mm-hmm. why I think it's just being more That's comfortable cool. handling the situations over and over. Um, so like a comfort yeah. level thing, like a comfort level, having more confidence in yourself. Yeah. yeah. What, what the outcome Exactly. That's, uh, yeah. I, I think that's what it is. It's more like, uh, it's more internal versus like the external uh, outcome. 
yeah, like the manifestation, like, you know, so growth is not necessarily, I got a bigger house and last year I had an apartment. It's just mm -hmm. more like, uh, like by your def definition, just how you handle all of that. Yeah, yeah. All right. Hey, first of all, are, are we going to do the, uh, the fastball questions? By the oh, way, is that happening? Okay. I'm already the winner of that. So <laughs> not even gonna try. But uh, yeah, <laughs> let, let's talk about Filipino Heritage Month. Obviously, that was uh, that was a lot of fun for us to meet everybody. Mm -hmm. um, but what does it uh, what does it mean to both of you, Filipino Heritage Month, month of June? I'm gonna hijack Carolyn Fez's um, answer, <laughs> and it's really like discovering and rediscovering our roots. I feel like. I think a lot of people have mentioned it already where like uh, I mean we should do it all year long I mean we always mm -hmm. say that about any celebration right so but I, I think like for us to have a full month of celebrating our roots I feel like it should also entail like discovering and or rediscovering um, our our history um, our history in the Philippines, our, our history in the diaspora as well. Um, and I I guess for those who don't know why we started this whole Filipino, of, Filipinos of Montreal, Filipino Heritage Month, like series is, you know, to really celebrate a different person, uh, champion a different person in our community. You know, I think it's, I think it's a perfect gateway into getting to know our, our community, getting to know individuals in our community and um yeah for, for me like i that's filipino heritage month yeah. like getting using every single day to learn about us yeah it's like it's it's our, it's our mission statement right like i'm totally yeah. like you said um for me it's a time to reflect uh learn about each other learn about learn from each other appreciate each other as well um and I think it's it's a good time too um, to reach out to people you respect that you uh, may or may not know, and just like, hey, mm. I want to hear about your story. It's a good time yeah. for that, you know. It's a it's a good reason and excuse to. And yeah, uh, it gave us a reason to reach out to people. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, for that, it's just like, well, well, it's been so fulfilling, and what we got after, it's like mm. priceless, yeah. honestly. Also priceless, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm just happy it exists. Like it was what the second, the second annual in, in Canada. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, it's just, you know, I'm proud to be Filipino. I have been for some time after a point in time where I wasn't really proud to be Filipino. Mm -hmm. I'm happy that it's an opportunity for like, well, what it means to me is an opportunity. I agree with you, Sherry. It should be celebrated all the time. Um, you know, but I guess we get a little bump in June uh, we have the opportunity to kind of, you know, show the culture, show off the culture. And you know what, this year is special too, because of, because of the whole Black Lives Matters movement mm -hmm. that happened at the same time and is still happening. You know, we always talk about Filipinos are, are generous and, and welcoming. Uh, and I think being Filipino is also being, is supporting our like, mm. sisters. Yes. In, you know, uh, like coming together to support. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so that's what it means to me too, particularly, I mean, all the time, but particularly right now, you know, that's, yeah. it, it kind of gave us an opportunity to stand up for ourselves and for them. So yeah. I agree. 
I agree. Love our answers, guys. <laughs> okay. So, Shari, do you have the horn just for fun? I mean, I could. I well, we're not. Sense. We're not. We're not going to time it. We'll just go through it just to, so people know what we think about. Wait. So we're doing one each. We're, we're each. Yeah. Doing... We'll, no, we'll okay. I'll answer to one at a time, and I'll ask the questions. Okay. Let's see. Can we? Do I have to go through all these ads. Shoot, we have to ask you to. <laughs> I don't have the questions. Hold on. <laughs> it's cool. I'll throw it up. It's, I'll, I'll answer it too. So we'll all give the answer at the same time. Uh, okay. That is so cute. <laughs> okay. I, I actually haven't done this. It's like, remember, I tested it with both of you before we started the yeah. podcast, and that was funny. Now's the winner. <laughs> you were the winner. I was such a fail. <laughs> but also, like, there are different questions now. I think we added a, a different question. Oh, we don't know. Okay. Oh man, I'm going. I'm I don't going. know what he's going to use. Okay. Okay. All right. It's okay. up to me. This is a test. This is a test. Okay, hey, guys. Yeah. Here we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> Are we, am we're I timing this or are we just no, going to go through the whole thing? We're just going to go through the whole thing. Just, just, <laughs> for, just for kicks. Okay, ready? One, two, three. All right. First Tagalog word that comes to mind. Oh, my God. Damn it, Putangina. Oh, For some reason, it's Manok. I don't know why. Manok. Check yeah, that's a good one. In my head, am I answering these? Okay, I'm just going to answer yeah. them just to show you guys that I'm better. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, the first word that came up to my head was Ate. Oh, that's cool. That's oh, cool. that's a good one. No. Okay. Favorite. I really didn't want a swear word, but anyways. Okay. <laughs> favorite Filipino food. Adobo. Menudo. What'd you say? I said adobo. Oh. What you did you say, Terry? Mungo? I uh, I was about to say my mom's once it kind of like what surge. It's like specifically my mom's once <laughs> it. Yeah, that was a good one. No, for me it's menudo. Nice. Nice. Okay. Um, go to karaoke song. Total Meets. to the heart. Wonderwall oh, Oasis. Wonderwall. I'm so good at this game. <laughs> <laughs> what was what was yours say? Uh, Uptown Girl. Uptown Girl. Oh right, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Well, that. Not those. <laughs> but anyways, you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, Uptown Girl. Yeah, yeah. Favorite spot in Montreal? Oh, I have to think about this. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make oh, wow. Eric answer this <laughs> <laughs> properly. Okay, so the, the original answer, everybody, that I said in our test run was Saint Laurent Metro Station. I have no idea why I said that. I meant Saint Laurent Street. All of it. That's actually my favorite part of Montreal. I like the whole street. And for me, it was before this whole quarantine situation. Any any coffee shop, but specifically my buddy's shop, uh, Cafe Origin, mm. on Sherbrooke, just hanging out, connecting with people. Sherbrooke and Saint Laurent. Is it Saint Laurent? Yep, yeah. corner Sherbrooke, Saint Laurent. Yeah. Oh. I like the forest near my place, Bois Elias. Oh, yeah. Nobody's there. I love nice it. Good place yeah. for hikes, no? Or like just jogs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> name a Filipino dish that starts with the first letter of your first name. Sine gang gang. Tocino. Gang. Tocino. Eric, you're screwed. I, yeah, I, I, I can't figure one out for J or E. I don't know, I guys. mean, there's like Let's see. empanadas. Empanada works, right? Empanada doesn't work? Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean... <laughs> I'm gonna go empanada <laughs> or or ariscaldo. <laughs> nice try. Nice all right. try. <laughs> uh, greatest of all time. Mariah Carey. MJ. Jordan. Oh, I guess say Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla. Okay. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Now that I've had time to think about it. <laughs> nice. Love um, that. Yeah. Eric, this is for you. 
yes. Languanisa or Tocino? Oh, no, no doubt, uh, Languanisa. Uh, for all you Languanisa haters out there, uh, Languanisa is the better one. <laughs> I'm also Team Languanisa. <laughs> I'm going to say Tocino just to spite you guys. <laughs> but I like both of them. Oh, yeah, I love both of them. Favorite old school jam? I like Let's Get Married by Jagged Edge. The remix or the original? The original. Okay, okay. The slow or like ballad. He wasn't, he wasn't Man Enough by Tony Braxton. I love that song I so just much. heard that recently. I was like, who's really? this song? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Meets, <laughs> yeah, I got a bunch. Meets, wow. Outcast. Um, anything Outcast. I think, yeah, I was going to say, mm. is it Aliens? Outcast Aliens? AT Aliens. AT Aliens, yep. And No Diggity Blackstreet. Classic. Um, what's on your Netflix right now, guys? Grey's Anatomy. Shit. What am I watching? That's because of my sister. <laughs> oh, I just I'm watched. Watching... I just watched a farewell on Amazon Prime with Aquafina. Isn't that nice? That was I nice. Love, I really love that um, movie. They released uh, an extended version, but like just a script, and it's like I wish they added it. And wow. that's like a huge sidebar. <laughs> I didn't realize it was a true story. That's what's kind yeah. of cool about it. So Louis, no, I, re- I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I'm watching uh, Dark Warrior Nun, New Girl, and Arrested Development. Oh. Okay, at first it, I thought that was one movie. Yeah, no, no, sorry. <laughs> I was like, Dark Warrior Nun? <laughs> what? <laughs> All on Netflix? New Girls on Netflix? And New Girls on Netflix, yeah. And so is Arrested Development, Warrior Nun, uh, Netflix original, so is Dark. Interesting. Um, how is Warrior Nun? I was like, what is it's this about? Uh, what is a Warrior Nun? Exactly. I just finished it. I don't want to say anything because I'm going to give it away too much. But um, I liked the first half. The second half <laughs> fell into kind of like teeny boppery CW. It doesn't territory. tell me anything about the movie, though. It's not a movie. It's a show. Oh, it's a show. It's a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a, a period piece? No, it's not a period piece. Sci-fi. I've been watching Broadchurch, too. Sorry. <laughs> Broadchurch oh. and Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, it's pretty good. Cool. Anyways, so, yeah, sidebar. That was a big sidebar. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 all lost this. Uh, this I know, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. F- final question, <laughs> guys. Spell, spell your last name backwards. S O M A R. Are you reading? Uh, off? Seven, and I then didn't... and then, S E L A R O M. So okay. I did both of my last names. I'm doing Reyes, S-E-Y-E-R. No, do the other one. Oh, God. It's on, <laughs> I'm cheating, though. It's like on my Zoom. Okay, fine. Yeah. Eric. I regret not putting my last name on this. Um, <laughs> O-N-A. Oh, my God. O-N-A. Yeah. I-C-I-L-E-F. You got it. Killed it. Yeah. You killed it. Did, I don't think you said the C. Anyways. O-N-A-I-C-I-L-E-F. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, all I know is that the ICI works either way. So that's why it was easier to go. Oh, through. right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, um, any closing thoughts or shout outs you guys want to give out? Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for taking the time to listen to us, um, especially since, like, you know, we're all amateurs here. But, <laughs> um, you know, despite uh, what's going on in the world, like, we still have like this huge desire to get to know the community. Like I think, I think that didn't stop us from going forward. And um, yeah, thanks for 
listening to us, following us on <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or whatever. So thanks yeah, for supporting. I echo the same uh, feelings as Shari. Just like a big thank oh. you to uh, all the listeners, everybody that, that came on to share their stories. Mm, yeah. Um, it was a lot of fun to, to hear from, from all of you. Uh, we can't wait to see what's next. We're also, I'm also wondering if there's any questions you guys you'd like us to tackle for future podcasts, topics of discussion. But again, thank you. Big thank you. Big thank you. Well, I mean, I said the same thing. <laughs> Buddy, man. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, on behalf of Filipinos of Montreal, we are out. Bye, guys.